This week's episode is brought to you by Divine Dragon Caper, the most stupidly named Vanguard set out there. George Clooney's going to rob a casino and there's a dragon in it somehow. I don't know what's going on. In theaters this Christmas. Divine Dragon Caper. Sorry, Narukami. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Nexus Tonight. I'm Atlas, and I'm here with... Matt. And, and Alvin. Yes, Alvin Rootbeer. Alvin, not, yep. not Joe. Alvin. We have two Alvins. Um, today we're talking about uh, the new set that just actually... We just came back from the sneak peek from it. Uh, GBT09 Divine Dragon Caper. Um, what kind of name is that? Probably translated Japanese name, probably. I guess, but literally, it just sounds like, you know, th- th- this, like, regal dragon on a mountaintop that's like, I'm gonna rob a casino. <laughs> the great divine dragon caper, man. Throw I mean, a handlebar mustache. It's, like, kinda close, sorta, I guess. Like which which dragon is pulling the caper? Because the guy in, the, no 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 the 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 dragon is the one being caped. Is caped a word? No, <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, but that's what's supposedly happening. It's they're stealing the divine dragon. Not the divine dragon is not doing the stealing. Oh, okay. That doesn't make or any something. sense. But whatever. Anyway, so it it doesn't need to make sense. Okay. Um. Let's see. So, what do you guys think of this set in general before we get into stuff? Uh, uh. I just like the Shadow Paladin stuff. Like, Shadow Paladins. Wailing Thoughts is fine. Yeah. The Blue Wave support is actually pretty good, and then everything else, like, eh. Yeah. It's yeah a- there's like a couple cool Spike Brothers cards. There's a few almost cool Narukami cards. Uh, see, these Narukami cards would be cool if the deck was cool. Yeah. The um. <laughs> well, anyway, the, the the clans that came in the set are Angel Feather Shadows, Narukami Spikes, Gears, Aqua and Crane, Aqua Force, and uh, Cray Elementals. Um, I noticed that like any any set nine, like the first set nine too was always it was also kind of meh too. Like the first BTO nine, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Seems like set nine is like a curse for Bushy Road or something. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I, it, it seems like this is just kind of a lukewarm reception from everyone, except for the Aqua Force pa- players who are like, "I want my Wailing Thavis and, and all Shadow the Paladins. and everyone jumping on the Shadow Paladin deck." Exactly. Yeah, without Shadow Paladin, I would it would be really hard for me to see this set selling at all. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure the set is only selling out because of Luard. Yeah, and, like, Shadow Paladin is, will forever be a popular clan, not only because it's been broken at several points in the game's history, but, like, everyone, everyone loves Ren, I guess. Yeah. But the new guy, the new guy is ridiculous. Kazuma, yeah. Like, Kazuma is who we all are inside. The, yeah. The I want to scoop really bad guy. <laughs> Look, man, I understand that sometimes scooping saves a lot of time, but, like, this guy is always such a, such a dildo. Yeah, oh, I mean, like, th- this is coming from you who, like, if you, don't get yeah. a, if you don't get a win at least once every three games, you get really pissed. I mean, <laughs> look, man, it's not only that, it's, I don't get a win and also, like, ridiculously stupid things are happening. Yeah, but that happens to all of us. I mean, consistently. Okay, fair enough. 
Poor Matt. Anyway, so why don't we just get into it? Um, All right. So the two GRs for the set are uh, Root Beer, you want to go first? All right. So the first one is the Narukami GR, which is Conquering Supreme Dragon, Dragonic Vanquisher V Max. Oh man, he had to he had to ramp his voice up just for the yeah. He, oh, yeah it's in all is. caps. It's the same thing with Voltage. You gotta go scream it like Voltage. Oh wow. Oh, I see. I didn't know that's what you had to do. Oh well, yeah, because it's in all caps. True. Okay. Well, right. Anyway, what does this thing do? So what V Max does is he has two skills. The first one is Generation Break Three Thunder Strike Five. So when your opponent has five cards bound, you can counter blast two, and at the end of the battle that this unit attacks a vanguard, if your opponent has no rear guards, then you may pay the cost. If you do, deal one damage to their vanguard. Why is this at the end of the battle? I don't understand. Oh, well, go on. Well, because of his secondary skill, so his second skill is continuous. When this unit attacks a vanguard, you choose one of your opponent's rear guard circle for each face up face-up Vanquisher card in your G-Zone, and then it battles the Vanguard and all of the units on the chosen rear guard circles in one attack. Alright. So the idea is you use him to punch the whole field, wipe it, and counter to make them take another damage. So if they're at five, like, there's no safety net for this. It's not like, oh, if it's four or less. No, this thing can kill you if you... Yeah. It doesn't nullify trigger... It doesn't nullify triggers, though, so you can still Miracle Heal. Well, yeah, th- this isn't Kagero, you know, a good plan. They, 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 they want to screw over our guys. Wow. <laughs> Shots fired. Um, it's hard to disagree with that. Yeah, I mean, like, the thing with, the, with, with him is that, yeah, it, it's like, depending on what clan you're playing, that condition of the empty field can be ridiculously easy. Um, I think the, the only clans that will actually keep their stuff around you know, to, like, for, to be punched out is, like, Royal Paladin, Dimension Police, Genesis. Not many. Yeah. Like, there's not going to be a thing where you need four, and then you got to hit the Vanguard and four things, and then, like, hope they don't guard at all. Like, it's really not that hard of a condition to fulfill. But the big problem is the Thunderstrike 5. It's not really that. Like, Thunderstrike 5 doesn't change much for the deck really the problem is like the deck itself is just inconsistent like this is still like a third stride at best and in this meta most games finish by the second stride narukami just doesn't have enough draw power right now to make it it through like the first two insane strides everyone has yeah and like you guys have a you guys have a 6k like on call soul blast one if you're thunderstrike two Draw Wrong. one, right. except you you don't have it. Like, there needs to be stuff where you just go, okay, on call, like, bind something from their drop zone, plus your K. It doesn't even have to retire. That's the thing, is, like, if they gave us a better first try, it was literally just what Zora does, but on attack instead of on hit. It would add so much more consistency to everything we do. That's true. Um, yeah, so, well, th- this is, like, about as close to, this is, like, your finisher. Quote, this is like an alternative finish. Yeah. This is like, meh. I think this is more like if they just won't die, and you're like, uh-huh. alright, that's it, I'm bringing out the big guns. You know? Pretty much. That's um, not you're not dead yet, and the game's gone on too long. Yeah, well hopefully this is a GR that won't like kill everyone's pocketbook, right? Hopefully. Nah, like, pre-hype 
like pre-release hype prices are like lower than everyone else. I think the only thing lower is Supernova. Well, that's funny. Um, let's see. All right. Well, moving on to the next one. The other GR is Storm Storm of Lament Wailing Thavis. <clears throat> so he he is yet another Thavis stride. Uh, his skill is GB three when he attacks for each battle that a rearguard attacks during this turn. Your opponent chooses one of his or her rearguards and retires it. Uh, GB two, and then the other skill is GB two wave third time or more. He counterblast one. Uh, when he attacks, you may pay the cost if you do. Uh, until the end of the battle, he gets plus five k for each battle that a rearguard attacked during this turn, and your opponent can't call grade one cards from their hand to guard circles. So, if you are ahead. You can board wipe your opponent and make it so they can't perfect guard. If you are behind, you can take out a couple of units and make it so they still can't perfect guard. This thing's good. Yeah. I, I really have you with this card. Yeah, and uh, Matt uh, pulled an SGR at the sneak. <laughs> it was a called shot, actually. That's true. No, because, like, we, I, I, I'll back you up on this. We were in the car... Going to Frankenstein, so to people who go in, uh, who live in Southern California, there's a collectible show called Frankenstein that's every week where you can get cards. So we were on our way back from that, and he's like, I guarantee you I'm going to pull the Aquaforce SP pack. And then he got this instead, which is like... No, 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 I did say, I did, I, I said, I said Thavis specifically. You did? Yes. Hmm. Okay, well, still close enough and hilarious, so, you know... I, I, I was lucky enough to get it off him, so that's nice. Um, yep. uh, the card was okay, then I pulled it, and it was a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Um, Matt, you want to pick something? Oh, yeah. So then... <laughs> uh, so there's this... Uh, so there's a bunch of Angel Feather cards of varying relevance. Uh, this is a Holy, this a Holy Seraph Atiel. Uh, Generation Break 3... Uh, counterblast one, and then all your units get plus two k. All your units in front row get plus two k until end of turn. Why? It's why is that a thing? Why is that GB? It's an act, and you can do it multiple times. Oh, but it's that's not once per turn. But so you but, just dude, do it, dude. Tetra Drive Dragon can do that without like well, only to himself. Break. Okay, just yeah. saying. Whatever. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's so just think. there if you plan to rescue a lot. So you're like counterblast yeah. all your rescue targets, and then power up your front row a bit. Yeah, and then when it's placed on Vanguard, you can counterblast one, soul blast one, unflip something in your G zone, and then you heat, you choose the number of cards equal to the number of face up Holy Source Asiel in your G zone, heal them, and then choose one of your Vanguards and deal it damage. And this so, is a rescue effect, so you get all your rescue stuff for it. Yeah, now, um, it seems like this card has kind of flown under the radar of hype. Um, but it looks pretty good, right? I mean, are you, are, like, yeah. is this going to be a first stride like trigger check and the like first stride rescue one? That's it. I guess. Like, I mean, you, you can. What are you doing with this? That's pretty much what people are using it for. First stride, hope for trigger. Yeah. And then if that's you kinda... if you do it again, then you can like get more stuff. You can rescue more. Yeah, yeah. but the deck already has like out problems with rescuing too much, so. True. Yeah, the no seal deck is like super strong, like like is much stronger than like the Gavril deck, and I don't mm -hmm. think they're gonna really have interest in this anyway. They they're not going to. Um, like this is just for Gavril to have a better first stride. You know what's <laughs> you know what's ironic is that Gavril like all all the rescue stuff wants to be stand triggers because of the rescue stand and um 
Dr. Ed Referos and all that stuff. But this is encouraging to get critical triggers, this thing. Yeah. Because you, yeah. you, you want to, like, stack crits on stuff, then start attacking. Yeah, it's definitely a very awkward time to rescue, to be honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it feels like they're trying to push Gavriel into more crit-heavy, but yeah. I don't think it will work. I mean, like, if it, like, differentiates them from each other, that's good. You, you have, like, two camps. Yeah. The no-seal like, camp is more correct, but two mm-hmm. camps nonetheless. Um, but unless Gavriel starts to get more main phase rescue units, it's unlikely that people will switch to multi-crits. True. Um, let's see. Uh, I, I, I think... Hmm. What's the next thing? Luard? Alright. Uh, Mr. Cover Card himself. Uh, let me go pull up the link for that. So, Luard, he has two... Uh, no, wait. His skill is Ritual 3, Soul Blast 1, flip a face-down reason. When this unit is played, you may pay the cost, and then search the number of grade ones as face-up copies of hidden energy, um, call them to rear, and then they get power plus 1,000 for each grade one in your drop zone until end of turn. So, the later in the game this is, the better this is, right? Yep. He's, he's spear cross, but gives power, so slightly better than spear cross. Oh wow, that is spear cross. Yeah, yeah. Plus, you don't have to counterblast two. Mm-hmm. He's cross. a spear cross for shadow paladins. Yeah. So is the is there a way? So are you gonna have to play draw triggers in this deck just to kind of gain soul back? Mm, it depends. Like, I've been trying to work with this deck a lot. I found that the best way to use Luard right now is to just tempo him with other strides. So you'll, like, first stride, do whatever I've been using, or guys are doomed as first stride, but you can really use anything. Then second stride, him. Third stride, something else, probably Phantom Blaster. And then hopefully, by fourth stride, this will actually kill your opponent. I mean, Phantom Blaster Diablo is usually the death sentence. Yeah. Usually. Yeah, but um, Luard is a harder time making the cheese turn where you can actually restrain them, so I just use Fan Blaster to beat her. I, I, I just can't stop laughing at the word cheese. I don't know why. It just makes me laugh. Like... So, you, what you can do with Luard also is, like, you, you might have to go back to the old Chaos Breaker days where the way to gain soul is simply rewriting, and you'll just yeah. be like, All right, during beginning a ride phase, activate Luard's uh, GB2, Send two mm-hmm. normal units back to the deck, gain stride, right. free stride, ride again, then yeah. stride for free. But you have yeah, to like, get GB2 for that to happen. Yeah, but, well, you don't need to be at GB2 for his ritual skill. It's, it's just, just rit- the ritual. It's, it's oh, just, it's just ritual, ritual 3. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Oh, my bad. I, I'm so you should be able to do this within your second stride. Yeah. Yeah, you just can't do the turn you ride grade 3. Mm-hmm. You you, sometimes actually... you can, but it requires you playing kind of stupid. Or, or if your opponent is like... No, because it's beginning a ride phase yeah. that it activates, so we'll not... Oh, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, it wouldn't happen first stride yeah. unless you're stride unless you're striding second. Oh, I was thinking of ritual. Where like usually you're not going to hit ritual three unless somebody like no no yeah. like yeah it's beginning of ride phase so that you don't ride in ritual you can't ride and then be able to stride for free yeah. like yeah. the turn the race unless you went second I mean I learned first and you're striding no, not second. even not even if you went second because it won't be there at the beginning of ride phase. Even if you uh, have, like, 20 grade ones. Uh, yeah, I, I misspoke. I meant if you went first and you're striding second. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yes. Um, yeah, it's... Okay, so with all the, like, ritual stuff and all the Luard stuff... Like, this is probably what we're going to end up talking about for the mold of this, but... Mm-hmm. Um, with all of the, like, ritual Luard stuff, it seems like 
there are these people who are so everyone's jumping on this and people are getting mad that like a, a lot of people like a lot of people in Japan and the smart people are mixing the Luard ritual stuff with the Diablo stuff. Um and there are people who are like, What the Luard deck can't stand on its own? No, it can't. At all. I, I disagree. I think it can without like Diablo rear guards. It definitely needs the Diablo strides, but that's what I was talking about. Or people oh, yeah. are like, "Why? Why? I don't need Spectral Blaster Diablo." Like, mm. yes, you do. What are you talking yeah. about? Like, I've been doing fine without Spectral Blaster, but he's a good tempo card in between your drive returns. Yeah. Um, what do you like? It seems like the the like with all of this new stuff where it's all about calling grade ones and ritual and recycling and stuff mm-hmm. that it, it seems like this is becoming more paladin esque than shadow paladin used to be, which yeah. was, which was like in, you know, Diablo days or, you know, the early stride era where shadow paladin was King. Uh, it seems like the, a, a lot of your stuff was just to get eaten. And then now you want to make at least kind of decent columns with these grade ones and then sack them off sometimes. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong? Or that is what you want to do. You want yeah. to like, the best way to play this deck is kind of like template. So your first stride, your since there's not a lot of good first stride targets unless you got ritual early to use drag driver right away. You're probably going to use something like carnivore or aura geyser to try and control your opponent's field for a bit while you're building up your hand advantage. I I think but, carnivore is the better one just because a you don't waste soul. And B, if you're if you're playing against something like Pale Moon, Grand Blue, something with an empty field, you can at least get a bonus off that. Well, but you can use Orgeyser Dude your first stride instead of regular Orgeyser. You'd have to kill three things instead of two, but it's not that terrible. Oh yeah, you're right. So like first stride, you kind of use it to get build advantage. Second stride, unless you manage to get Ritual right away for Luard, you'll probably use Luard set up, make a bit of pressure, and then third stride. Either spectral or phantom to pr- try and pressure, maybe make a kill turn, and then if they're still not dead, you should have a million grade ones in your drop zone for a drag driver to be really, really scary. Hmm. So that's the main problem with this card right now is just that because it requires other strides to kind of supplement it, it's really slow. Yeah. Um. Well, the good thing is since it's you know main character status, it'll. Mm-hmm. It'll we'll get, get more stuff. Yeah. And, like, the deck on its own has pretty decent draw power, so yeah. unlike Narukami, it can survive to getting to third or fourth stride before bonking the opponent. That's actually a good uh, transition about uh, Narukami. What was Bushiroad smoking when they... <sighs> Zillion. Zillion. So Zillion. I pulled him during the sneak. <laughs> He's an act. <coughs> Return. Flip up a copy of him. If you have a heart card with Descendant, he gains an auto ability. Counter last one, soul blast two, and discard three cards. At the end of the battle, it attacked the Vanguard. If it did not hit, then you can stand him and give him drive minus one. Okay, so this, this is basically just drawing Descendant with triple drive. Wait, yeah. I'm confused. Why is it the same, like, almost like Draconic Descendant? Except that it just doesn't have a gain a crit. Because triple drive? I don't know. I, like, I guess Bushiroad is still, like, scared from way back in the day when Descendant was king, and they don't want to accidentally break him again. Which is no guard. That's the secret. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing is like they're trying to keep with the gimmick and like afraid of pathing that they don't realize this card is really outdated for the current meta. Yeah. Yeah, like this and uh was it uh True Revenger Raging Wrapped Dragon for Shadow Paladin. They're trying to break Revengers again. Yeah. Um where he has a very similar effect. Yeah. So it um it's, it's counter blast one, soul blast one, discard two grade three abyss dragons from your hand and retire two rear guards to superior stride and get drive minus one. Well that card's sweet, it's not once per turn. Yeah. Like the idea is <laughs> that's the thing, is like with the heavy cost they made it basically one per turn, but it isn't. Yeah. But I you mean, have all these dream scenarios where you can do it like four times. <laughs> <laughs> I think the best way to do it right now is to just keep doing the rewriting raging form twice, and then if you happen to still have grade threes in your hand, you stride into this and finish them off. Yeah. The, um, Revengers were already pretty decent, um, mm-hmm. and then they still they still have the Abyss Legion. They still have, you know, Dorant. Like it's still a very strong deck. Um, I think that, like, nobody's picking up Revenger, I don't think. But the people who have been sitting in the background, or not background, who have been sitting with, like, their raging form in, like, one of those shiny boxes, they pull it, they pull it, like, out of the basement, like, pull the cobwebs off of it, open the box, little light comes out, it's time. You know? (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah. All the, the new stuff really did was make Triple Raging Form more consistent. Exactly. And then you have a stride that could potentially still go off after you blow your load. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> All right. Um, let's see. Spike Brothers uh, got something. I mean, like, <laughs> if, if, if you guys listened to last week's episode about, uh, about the whole Spike Brothers clan analysis, Proof covered this uh, extensively. Yeah, to um, recap, uh, what... Uh, they got Great Hero Rising Supernova. Uh, what it does is you, uh, when it attacks, you can choose a face down card from your G zone and turn it face up. And if you do, you choose the same number of rear guards as the number of face up Great Hero Rising Supernova in your G zone, and they become charging. And if the number of rear guards that are charging is four or more, all of your units get plus 10,000 till end of turn. And just a reminder that units without charge can become charging, and they will still have the downside. As before, yeah. Uh, now, what the so the charge ability just lets them get charged when it become charging whenever they're called by an effect, but this just forces something to be charging. Yeah, I I, I think uh, Bushiroad realized that they made charge too cumbersome to get off, so th- so they're like making all these charges that just force the charge. Yeah, but that's like all they're doing, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, yeah. like, it's a triple R, and it's a really cheap triple R. Um, although, for some reason, not a lot of people pulled it. Who knows? Right. Hey, we saw one. We it's saw one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Knowing my luck, I'll pull, like, a Spike Brothers SP back when I'm wanting either, like, Aqua Force or Shadow Paladin. Hey man, hey, man, just contact Living Proof. He'll get it off. <laughs> so, one, one thing we wanna, I want to recap about last uh, last week's episode... I'll say it again here, is that the 10k should not be the goal. Uh, you want to use this as kind of a uh, setting up first stride turns with possibly Cobalt or maybe playing some pretty weird builds with uh, that focus on this guy specifically mm-hmm. with lots of critical triggers because crits are cool. 
Prince Arthur. But, uh, yeah. It, yeah, definitely, uh, check out Living Proof's, uh, video series and, uh, and last week's episode. Yeah, that, that guy, uh, that guy knows his stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes. Spikes are not an easy clan, and there's a lot of, uh, things we could talk about, but we'd have to bring up a lot of other cards, but or have the card machine. definitely has some uses. Yeah. Um, I don't know. <clears throat> uh, let's see. The, the other, another triple R is a uh, Metapulsar Split Pegasus for Gears. Um, sure. So it's a, it's a Zodiac Time Beast stride where you counterblast one, flip up a card in G-Zone. If you have a Zodiac Time Beast heart card, so read Chronojet G or almost anything. Uh, choose one of your grade one or greater rear guards, return it to deck, search your deck for up to two Zodiac Time Beasts with grade minus one from that unit, call them the separate rear guard, and shuffle your deck. You know, that kind of just sounds like uh, Luard's stride skill a little bit, doesn't it? A little bit. They, they, God, just gears, leave everybody alone. Let them have their own thing. Uh, this does have a continuous effect in G-Zone, to be fair. Oh, uh, wait. Yeah. G-Zone, during your turn, if this card is face up, all Zodiac time beasts in your front row get plus 1k. Oh, damn. I forgot about yep. that. <laughs> yeah, so after first stride, you could just have, like, a passive 2k on all of your ZTBs. Yeah. Yep. Does that make ZTBs better than Chronojet? Hell no, but, you know, I guess that's what, what you know, Bushiroad's trying to do. Yeah. Um, I think... We can just kind of like talk about the set on mass now. It's not. I don't. I don't want to go through everything like I have done in the sure. past. <laughs> sure, I've been doing that for the past three days with my new blog, anyways. Yes, uh, I I love your blog. Um, let, one thing, one thing is, I wanted to mention is you want to use medium plus and medium minus sometimes. <laughs> and, like, throw off the medium. <laughs> yeah, because we realized yeah. we realized you started picking up words from us. From, <laughs> yeah, I have. <laughs> <laughs> Bonk turn, medium. Uh, what was the other one? What was the other one he started saying? Uh, cheese. Was that you, Matt? Yeah. Yeah. You no, I, yeah. I don't know. About, I, don't, I don't know if that was me. But uh, one thing that's missing is Dece, spelled D E E C E. I know that's not how you expect to spell it, but that that's how, that's the correct way of spelling it. Dece. Um. Yeah, wait, okay. I gotta ask. Where does the name come from? What Dece? No, not you. Not not Dece. Uh, Lightning fish the name of his blog, Lightning Fish I, Vanguard. Okay, so I use the name online, like Plasma, and then one of my friends that I chat to oftentimes, her username is Dagon, and so she's like a fish... Dagon is like a fish god, and so she calls herself Fishy. Okay. And so that, just, that came from me putting our names, like the ideas of our names together at some point way in the past, and then it just with me. I like so it. I decided to dig it out for this blog because it's a good one. I mean, like, and and the whole root beer thing is too recent. Um, mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because like to the people who are listening, that where the nickname root beer comes from is your name's Alvin and your last name starts with a W, so A and W. Yay! Mm-hmm. My 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 sar- my sarsaparilla addiction knows no bounds. Um, who even says our spell So, <clears throat> going through all the clans, uh, it seems like either Aqua Force or Shadow Paladin won this. Pretty much. Like, Aqua Force got a decent enough stuff. I think new blue, the new blue wave stuff is really, really nice. I'm really liking a lot of them. Yeah, me too. Like, that, that grade too. Although, 
you you were you gave me your list, and there was that uh, that braid two where you counterblast a blue wave, and I realized I don't run enough blue wave cards for it to to work, so I took it out. I mean, it's there <coughs> for like just does. Well, I mean, yeah, but if you can't do it most of the time, then like the. I- you actually have a decent amount of blue waves because most of your grade two lineup is going to be G- uh, blue waves. Now you do have a blue wave trigger. Your grade three lineup is all blue waves. I guess so, but oh like, well. Um, th- the other one, the the girl that like soul blasts and her and the, mm-hmm. your other two get plus PP. That thing's great. Um, yeah, I love that card. Yeah, and then all like MVP of the deck now. Yeah, you have that, and then you also have that new grade three that's supposed to replace Tetra Drive, but. Uh, it doesn't. I call it the Sheriff of Nottingham because it's he's a fabulous fop. He's <laughs> he's a crazy dude with crazy hair. But like he, what he's just supposed to he he replaces himself with Andrew Boyle as your heart, which is fine. Well, no, the stride does that. He doesn't even do that himself. What is his he? stride skill? Is when your blue wave unit strides, you can call a unit from your hand and give it the ability to swap positions after it attacks the vanguard. Okay, that's still pretty good. Um, it's better than being stuck on Tetra Drive, no stride still, but if the end goal either way is to try to switch out your heart with RTM, I'd rather just keep Tetra Drive and have a potential a- answer to early rush than get stuck on this guy, realize I have absolutely nothing I can do if my opponent early rushes me, or if I just get locked out of striding because of bad luck, then be miserable the rest of the game. Yeah, exactly. So, there's that, and then, like, that new stride where it's, like, on stride you check top seven and put a blue wave in heart and then kill the other heart. Yeah. Um, well, the good thing with that <clears throat> is that it gives you, like, I realize that uh, blue wave doesn't really have a good quote-unquote first stride. You have, mm-hmm. like, Commander Thavas and, like, Aristotle, if you can find the room for him. But it's not... Yeah, like, neither of our first strikes are that great. This one is okay. It does give your blue wave rear guards power, 3,000 power when they attack, so that's decent. Yeah. Like, he's good if you needed to use him as the first stride, and then late game, if you don't have anything left in the tank, might be enough to push the game to favor. Yeah. Um, let's see, and then Aquaforce got, or Aquaforce's G-Guard, they're like second wave G-Guard, mm-hmm. um, the Blue Storm guy, where if he's, uh, the first attack or fourth battle or more, he gets plus 10k shield. Um. Why? Oh. Okay, hang on. <laughs> now, <clears throat> I was originally kind of broken up about this, because people are like, oh, it's the third battle that people, like, start doing stuff like, yeah. Um. The the problem is though that a lot of a lot of decks nowadays are just all about multi attacking, and it seems like all of the stuff comes at the end. So that's not really a terrible G guard. It's not like you have to pay a cost for it, aside from discarding the heal, of course. But you know, could be yeah. worse. Like in my playtesting, though, it's always like whenever I found myself wanting to G guard, it has been the third battle, and there have just been so many times where I'm like. I want to get my easy 36k shield, but this card is useless right now, and so, so I have no answer. So do you usually... <coughs> I'm you... really... What? I'm really spoiled by Dimension Please G-Guards that are just free every time you use them. Dude, I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
the wave mechanic just doesn't translate to guarding very well. Because it's not supposed to. Yeah. I think they should have just made this wave third time or higher to like, pick where slowly let leaves off. Yeah, but, but but then they would have to make it, like, that would make it good. And, you know, <laughs> nothing's allowed to be good unless it's Gear Chronicle. So, you know. Pretty much. I hope the third, I, I hope the next G-Guard for Aqua Force, like the third wave of G-Guards is... Wave three only plus fifteen gauge shield. Honestly, I would be I would be I would be okay with that. That's fine. What? That is one I usually find myself having the G guard, but yeah. Who knows? Um, and then continuing on from G guards, we have Narukami's new G guard. Oh God! Yeah. Sky Garden Supreme Dragon Blue Work Dragon. So, Thunderstrike 3 gets shield plus 10k, which is... Alright, it's easy enough for Vanquisher and completely locks out any other archetype because play Vanquisher or GTFO. Yeah. And then, second skill is, at the end of the battle that it was placed on rear guard, choose one up to one rear guard at rest in your opponent's front row only for every four cards in their bind zone and retire it. Not retire and bind it, even. Just retire it. Wait, so if the rear guard, like, disappears for some reason, you just don't... You just don't retire. Do I mean, <laughs> maybe if the other thing in the other column is resting, you could kill that. So ridiculous. I mean, like, at least that 10k is pretty easy to do, but, like... Yeah, like, I guess that's, that's the only way to think positively about it, is it's an easy 10k shield if you play Vanquisher, and then the retire is just a bonus. Yeah. But, like, Denial Griffin is a thing. Mm-hmm. And like, all of Overlord's G-Guards. I mean, Kagura. I just I know. Overlord. It, it, it is hilariously stupid. Yeah. That, like, they 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 almost had it. Like, yeah. J- Jenkins from R&D almost had it, and he fucked up, and now he's gonna get demoted again. Yeah. Take- I guess that's just the balance to actually having shield value, because the downside to Defeat Flare and Denial Griffin is... They're worthless against things like Phantom Blaster or Dwelling Thomas because they don't have actual shield values worth of crap. Oh, that's true. They don't get anything. You're right. But, like, negligible uh, uh-huh. difference. Faux show. Matt, it's time. Best, best G-Guard ever name. <laughs> <laughs> Juggernaut Max Max? Juggernaut Maximum Maximum. All right. Yes, so the Spike Brothers G-Guard... It's it's kind of like Juggernaut Maximum, but sometimes you're not maximum enough, so it's Juggernaut Maximum Maximum. And what this is, does is, you know, uh, when this unit is placed on Guard Circle, you choose one of your Grade 2 or less rear guards. You may have that unit get plus 10,000 power until end of turn, and if you do, this unit gets plus 10,000 shield until end of turn, or until end of the, that battle. And uh, at the end of the turn, you put the rear guard, the chosen rear guard, at the bottom of your deck. So, um, this thing is pretty easy to fulfill, but it seems like it's a pretty huge drawback, you know? Yeah, you have to get rid of a unit. Mm-hmm. And and usually the stuff that's still around is stuff that you want still around. I feel like, Living Proof said this last week, but it's two words away from actually being good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If the I... power gain was until the next turn. Yeah. The idea of this card is that it's a way for you to remove rear guards that have gotten stuck in play for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. But there are the but ri- kind of rising supernova kind of does that already. 
and the deck that's most likely to have rear guards just chilling is, is the, uh, the Dudley Dudleys. deck. Yeah, and I gotta say the Dudley support has been overall pretty solid. Yeah, um, I do think um, I think just just a few extra cards like like Dudley Jetter made the deck just a little more consistent. But you're gonna play I think mostly older cards. Like you're still gonna play yeah. Dudley Jessica as like your main thing. Yeah. You're you're gonna run like the Dudley Dudley other Dudley Grade Three we got in the set as the backup though. Um, yeah, maybe. And then also Dudley Caligula, which we don't like. We already explained the effect last week. We don't really need to retread the yeah, ground again. But like, basically, just look at top seven for three Dudleys and call them appropriately. Look at top eleven. Oh, top eleven. My apologies. It's eleven because that's the American football offense or like number. No, that's the number of team on a. That's the number of players on the field at one time. Yeah. So. And I I think the three might also be relevant because that's like the that's like the general number of people who touch the ball in a given play. I did not know this. That's cool. I, mean, I hope so. Mm. Minus fumbles or whatever. <laughs> weird, weird lateral stuff. Wait, center, quarterback, wide receiver. Yeah. Okay. Running back, etc. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this this card is uh something. Like okay, at least in great nature, there's one where it, you pick a rear guard. Uh, and then you give it the at the skill at the end phase, you retire it and counter charge. You at least get a benefit off that. With this, you just kind of lose the card. What the benefit's 10,000 power. Yeah. <laughs> For that turn, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically, it means that if your opponent tries to harass that rear guard, they'll have a slightly harder time killing it. Yeah, but usually the stuff that's still around is in the back. But whatever. <laughs> but, I mean, in the rear guards that, do, that you do want to protect... Um, or like not, you don't want them to kill on that particular turn. Dismore. You do get to save it in deck, which is a better place for it than in drop for spikes. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. I guess. I mean, let's <clears throat> throw it out there, man. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Honestly, <clears throat> I think a lot of the angel feather stuff is. Sorry, off topic. Angel feather is just kind of unconsequential. Yeah, it definitely uh, has Celestial. Angel Feather is definitely like the afterthought clan of this deck. Yeah. It just reminds like, three sets from now, they're going to be like, I, I was going to pick up some set nine. What's in set nine? Shadow Paladin, Aquaforce, Narukami. There's one more I'm forgetting. Spike the, Brothers Common. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but like, just, you know, this is the first support Spike Brothers have gotten since Tech Booster, and mm-hmm. it was hilariously... Meh, you know. Yeah, it's, me- it's medium, medium minus. There I you mean, go, Matt. <laughs> I mean, the best I mean arguments could be made of medium plus because the proof did figure out what to do with Supernova. Yeah, and well, I and mean, Mayhem Tiger. Holy shit! There are the there are the solid cards in the set are like Mayhem Tiger, Air Force Eliza. Mm-hmm. It's the uh, commons. Lethal Forward. All of the like that. All of the good cards for any given deck, or not all of them, but like most of these, like you know, invaluable cards tend to be, like, commons and rares. Yep. Yeah. Tank Mammoth, you know? Yeah, tank Mammoth's great. I want Cutie. SP Tank Mammoth. Butcher it if you're listening. Yeah. SP Tank Mammoth, thanks. <laughs> Cutie Paratrooper, etc. Um, I care less about the SP of that card. <laughs> no, that's just me. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's fine. Um... There was something uh, somewhere else I was going with this. Spike Brothers. Ah, jeez. I forgot. Um, let's see. We were talking about Angel Feather being an afterthought. Yeah, Angel Feather being an afterthought. It seemed like Angel Feather was the, like, we were doing fine without your help, thanks, but it's appreciated. 
Mm-hmm. Well, they decided to bring back Celestials for some reason. Yeah. And if for those who don't know, Celestials get effects for having cards with the same name, like face up in your damage. But so now you're just getting power based off this, this really awkward condition. And like you have damage that you suddenly can't touch because you need it there for power reasons or skill reasons. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And if you're playing No Sail or Gavrel, that's just not a thing you have to worry about. Mm-hmm. So it, those decks just end up being not only less of a mental tax, it just ends up being better. Yep. Good, good old Overlord Syndrome. Um, let's see. Oh yeah, the, the other thing I wanted to mention was uh, when we were talking about commons and rares. Drag Wizard Morfessa. She is a triple R. Okay, so it seems okay. Every like Paladin clan so far has gotten a grade two triple R that usually is pretty innocuous. Like in Gold mm-hmm. Paladin, you had the uh, the unite call in the same column guy. In Royal Paladin, you had uh, Suleiman, and then Morfessa at a glance looks like she's going to be you know just one of the like oh it's going to be a five dollar triple R, but I prices are thirty bucks right now. Yes, and this is why I decided not to build the deck. I already put a lot of time and effort into it when it was first announced for playtesting, so... (laughs) What the hell, I'm already in it. Yeah. But, but, okay, so can you explain the effect? So, she has two effects. First one is Ritual 3, when she attacks, gain plus 5k and an on-hit, counterblast 1, call a grade 1. From deck? Um, Yeah. Which is, again, medium... Like, yeah. it's fine. It makes big columns with anything. You know, she can hit magic numbers easily. The, the on-hit, I mean, is, like, alright. It can help you out if you need to fill your field in a pinch. But the main thing that you use her for is the second skill, which is continuous and drops in GB1. This card gets great minus one. So, ritual fulfillment for, like, nothing. yeah. Like, Ritual Fulfillment for existing and being at GB1. Now, so. okay, so, again, but like like you said, the effect is so blasé. Meh. It's so meh. What, what, what is so crazy about this card, then? The card is, it just gives you a good foundation for Ritual, because early on you'll be recycling a lot of your combo pieces, and so having Morfessa in the drop zone means you just have this nice little safety net of, like, all right, well, I can afford to put this extra card back because I have Morfessa. And then in the late game, she can artificially inflate your ritual count. So if you're calling Drag Driver, you have, like, eight natural grade ones and then three of her. So instead of only gaining 8,000, you're gaining 11,000. Yeah. So, Jesus Christ. I, that's This is uh, kind of sad a little bit. I'm hoping... That people realize that the whole like I'm hoping this this hype drops off, yeah. Because it, it seems like this is gonna do what why the uh, what happened with Genesis and the Wiseman Loop, where after like two weeks, it'll I absolutely. Think, I hope so, for you for your sake. I mean, if my playtesting was any indication, this deck requires way more thinking if you're not making a Diablo hybrid. Yeah, and people don't like thinking. That's true. I mean, thinking uh, over, like, if you're playing in a long tournament, thinking can definitely uh, mm-hmm. hurt your chances due to, uh, me- like, just being exhausted. Mental exhaustion. Yeah. 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 Word word of advice, tournament goers, uh, if you're, you know, if you like eggs, make hard-boiled eggs <laughs> and then just, like, eat one every couple of hours. I'm, I'm serious. It, it, it works. If you like eggs. What kind of statement is that? Uh, the girl from the Amanda show. Remember that? The, the, the girl's yeah, room where she's like, 
no, not her. It was her dumb friend that was like, I like eggs. That was like her thing. <laughs> eggs are good. Like, yeah. Just, yeah. That's like not even like an unreasonable statement. Yeah. Um, yeah. so it's, but okay. So for such a medium set, okay, this is, I'm going to <laughs> new drink, new drink, new drinking game. Take a shot every time someone says medium, but, uh, and, and not while watching the show medium while listening to this, but the, um, it, it's such a like mass set and it, it seems like it's going to sell a lot. It is because Luard is already confirmed for set 10. He's the hot new thing. Everyone wants to be cool, and yep. everyone also likes Shadow Paladins. There's it. That, that's uh, that's quite a lethal combination. Then, mm-hmm. what else do you guys have to say about this? I, I, it's not really a set I cared too much about, except for my Aqua Horse stuff. Yeah, like, I cared zero about the set, but um, you play it's pretty clans. funny. Yo, yo, I once played three clans. Yes, and then you gave it to Jared. <clears throat> Something like that. Yeah. Then I actually made three clans that are in the set, so yeah, my wallet is crying. Yeah, you got you got a stake in there. Yep. Um So, how, what do you think is going to happen with Narukami overall? Ugh. I feel like Bushiro doesn't understand how Narukami is actually supposed to play. But they're going to keep pushing this hyper-aggressive high-voltage because that's what they wanted you to do. Then go into VMAX immediately as soon as you hit Thunderstrike 5. Punch them out and do the ping, even if it's not smart to do it at that time. Just yeah. like how he's been doing it in the anime. But Yeah. They really... <sighs> not... I have a question. So voltage is GB three, right? Mm-hmm. What's the first stride then? Still voltage because he gains an on hit that isn't GB three. I see. So he has Zorus's exact same on hit if you use him first stride. So it's literally just Zorus. That's funny. That's awful. It is completely awful. Like the GB three is why you use him, and so using him first stride. You're just throwing away your win condition to try and go for an inconsistent win condition that everyone has already figured out ways around. So unless you're going first and have a heel trigger to G-Guard to set up the GB3... Mm-hmm. That's the thing. The GB3 is still not worthwhile during your first stride because you're gaining power for every card in the bind zone. So unless you have a way to consistently get at least Thunderstrike 4, it's not really worthwhile because then it's weaker than an ideal Conquest Dragon still. That sucks. Yeah. yeah. It's completely terrible. Like, Vanisher is supposed to be like a slower-paced kind of middle deck between aggro and control. So the idea is that you're using old Peter Tyra himself to your big strides where you gain all this power from the Thunderstrike. The thing is they just the resources to do that. Like we have a hard time we counter charge very easily. And then all of our methods to retire and bind take up so much resources, so we have to overcommit to it. So if our opponent has a way of disrupting that, our plan just falls apart. Yeah. They, like I said, they really need just stuff that just binds from drop zone. Mm-hmm. Like, no retire, just binds and you get a thing. Like, little yeah. thing. Or, like, giving it the blade master treatment where our stride efficiently clear the field on its own, and then our rear guards just reap the benefits from it. Because blade master plays in a very similar way, except 
the Vanguard on its own can already clear the field pretty efficiently. So if you look at a lot of the Blaze rear guards, all they really do is like gain power and skills that like counter charge. Yeah. I think Blaze needs more support. Yeah. But uh, like one just thing, comparing the two. Yeah. One thing yeah. that really surprised me in this set was I really expected Narukami to get some kind of non-GB restrictive bind and retire. And the only one in the set is Martial Arts Dragon. And that's on and it has to be Yeah, it has to be placed on Vanguard. Like, why? I don't understand this either. Like, in Shiro's strange logic, apparently also being a 12k attacker means it has to be limited to Vanguard Circle. Otherwise, it's too broken. Because it's not a Paladin Clan. That's right. It's not Paladin Clan, it's also not Kagero. Yeah. We're Kagero's abused little brother. Yeah, I, I, except you, you came out and got got most of the attention for a while, and then mm-hmm. I think around BT14, BT15 is where you start, or no, BT16. With, mm-hmm. You mean like all the way up to like BT12 from like BT6? Yeah. Once much. the reverse <laughs> came out. Oh yeah, that's right. Ugh. Okay. Um, hmm. So, okay, there was another thing I wanted to touch on. So, there, uh, it, to people who go on the Vanguard subreddit, there is uh, a, a fairly high profile, high profile, whatever, uh, a guy named La Funk Doctor, um, who actually played against Living Proof in like this big match a few months ago. Shout out to La Funk Doctor and Proof, but. He put up this thing on his uh, blog about why G-Set 9 is bad. And he's kind of right, but he says mm-hmm. that, like, Angel Feather is like, got the best stuff in the set. What? Yeah. What? what? He also had a pass over Shadow Paladin. Yeah, well, he, he excluded Shadow Paladin, and he says they're, like, an outlier. But, like, like near the end of the article, he says... Quote, as far as angels are concerned, I think they realistically got the best support from the set, excluding Shadow Paladins, mostly mm-hmm. Gavril. We got another effect in an actual back of uh, grade three and a better first stride. Um, no. <laughs> I think the Aqua Force stuff is better. Yeah, than the Aqua Force stuff is definitely better. Yeah. I think that stuff does alter the way both Blue Waves and Thavas play enough that I think it could sustain them in the meta for a little bit. Yeah. Like, if anything, Wailing Thavis now is a way to either be a finisher or, like, a comeback skill. Yeah. So, and it's generic. So, I, mm-hmm. I really think that, like, Aquaforce might be coming back in a big way. Yeah. Which is good, because I just picked them up, so. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, Matt, you and I were talking about this earlier today, where I, where I was, like, outraged at first, and then you were like, well, he's not wrong. And you're right, he's not. Yeah. <laughs> The set is pretty weak, but I do think that Shadow Paladin had the best support, and then Aqua Force, and mm-hmm. then the rest of it's kind of all in the same tier of meh. Uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe Narukami slightly under. I feel like Narukami is definitely bottom barrel in the set. Like yeah. it somehow just, that happened. It just didn't get what it needed to sustain itself in this current meta, and then that the Senate revival is garbage. Yeah. Yeah. I, one thing that I. I think that Bushiroad is kind of confused about with Narukami, or potentially, is that they want Narukami to have really late game strides, mm-hmm. but they also don't give it any advantage engine to be able to go that late. Yeah. 
Like, I've gone really late strides playing things like Dimension Police because I have advantage engines such as Commander Laurel mm-hmm. to, like, push me into, like, immensely late games. Or, like, Genesis yeah. has advantage engines where they can just draw a million cards for literally no reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, like, the just... new Shadow Paladins, they can do the same thing. Yeah, but Narukami has literally none of that. You have a Thunderstrike 2 Soul Blast draw card, but that's, like, not nearly enough for... That's not nearly enough, and, like, it requires you to place it, so... You have to draw into it first. Yeah. yeah. Like, we don't have any way of superior calling. We don't have any real way of searching. We did get something that was on hit, but it's so negligible. What a pain. Mm-hmm. Okay, like, okay so for, for the clans who didn't get decent stuff, and Shadow basically Shadow Paladin and Aquaforce, how would you, aside from them, so if you, if you were to, like, you know, you, 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 like Jenkins is about to send the stuff down to the printer... And you kick him in the nuts and decide to take over before you send it down there. Like, what would you fix exactly? I would add in a rare stride that was exactly what I said for Vanquisher, just because we need some kind of consistent first stride. The problem with trying to sustain ourselves to like stride two or stride three is that we're always half a step behind everyone else because, you know. Uh, Gear Chronicle, they plunk down Metallica Phoenix, and then they're just coming out the gate swinging. Yeah. You know, so many clans these days can do that first ride, and Narukami's just like, hey, hang on, guys. I said I set up under strike five. <laughs> See, now I'm imagining, like, the, the, um, like, d- does anybody remember that episode of SpongeBob where, like, he enters Gary in a snail race? <laughs> And then, like, uh, the rock is supposedly behind, and he's just, like, Patrick's rock. Yeah. I mean, ho- hopefully, you know, something. Yeah. I-, I still think there needed to be, like, a 7K grade one. Like, mm-hmm. training Monk Dragon is a thing with, um, you know, just mm-hmm. something. But, like, there needs to be a thing, like, on call, you know, like... Honestly, if Training Monk Dragon was, like, shove him in soul, uh, bind something from drop zone, I'd be fine with that. Like, yeah, be... I could use a bit of soul charging right now. Yeah, exactly. And, th- and then that would set up your 6K soul blast one drop mm-hmm. better. And then, you know. Yeah. Um, let's see. Angel Feather. Uh, don't try and make Celestials good. Yeah. I feel like Celestials get support every set that Angel Feathers is in, and it's never anything worthwhile. Yeah, like Matt said, it's an awkward condition. Um, mm-hmm. Matt, are you still here? Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. All right. Um, and then, let's see, Gear Chronicle, Gear Chronicle can shut up for a while. I don't care. Yeah. We None don't. of the support, like, even matters at this point. Yeah. Every Especially time since they, they support, have a clan booster coming out right after that gives them everything that's good. Every time they get support, I'm just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> and, then, and then we move along because it doesn't matter. Yeah, like, it's so laughable at this point. True. Hmm. Let's see. Oh, yeah, there was another thing I forgot to touch on. There's some reprints in the set. So, (laughs) Commander Thavis is now easier to get. Thank God. Mm -hmm. So, I'm happy about that. All the revival units that they brought out are all getting reprinted, but we're getting descended. Raging Form, which will be nice for anyone who wants to hop the Raging Form bandwagon. Yeah, um... The, there's Voltage and yep. uh, Glory Maelstrom, because there's Maelstrom support, <laughs> but I don't feel like talking about it. 
Um, None of us do. They get a mediocre stride, and they can also take advantage of Wailing Thavos and everyone else. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Commander Thavos, for that matter. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I'm pretty much out of stuff to say. It, it, was, it was a very kind of, like, lukewarm set. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? Like, no, I, I mean... Nah, well... I'm getting a bunch of boxes for the set. That's only because of the number of times I played it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, so I guess um, plug your blog again, Rupier. Yeah, so my blog is called lightningfishblog.blogspot.com. I've been posting daily recently just because I want to get all that nine stuff out of the way. So once I upload your article atlas, I'm probably going to scale it back to like once a week, maybe once every couple of weeks once I start to run out of topics. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I want to keep writing for it because it's really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you will take them, you're welcome to, you know, yeah. just like, I don't know. I, I, I'm not going to have a lot to do this winter break, so it'll, it'll be mm-hmm. a good time. Thank you, that's why. I'm probably going to upload, like, a deck profiles and stuff, but... Yeah. Um, let's see. And then, uh, I guess watch the Nexus Core YouTube channel, like we say every week. Yep. Yep. You can find me, I'm Wiggums on Reddit and then Discord, and, and so... Oh, Proof's Discord. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, I'm Plasma Eclipse on both things, so I think my Twitter is Plasma Eclipse. It's definitely Plasma Eclipse on Reddit. Uh, and then I think I just called myself Plasma on Discord. Yeah, oh, I'm I'm uh, at Globe on Reddit, and then uh, at Atlas Novak because I had to use it for a comedy thing, so I had to use my name. Um, well, I guess till next time. I was Atlas. I'm Matt, and I'm Ellen, and we'll see you next time. I want to take the time to thank anybody who found this podcast. Uh, I also recommend sharing it with your friends, family, anybody who likes Vanguard. Uh, you can find us on SoundCloud or on your podcast app, that little purple thing that goes in the folder of the stuff you can't delete, like stocks. Who uses stocks? Anyway, you can also tweet me, Atlas Novak, so at A-T-L-A-S-N-O-V-A-C-K. You can also tweet at Nexus at Night, N-E-X-U-S-A-T-N-I-G-H-T. Or you can tweet the Nexus Core YouTube channel, so at N-E-X-U-S-C-O-R-P-S. Be sure to check out that YouTube channel. Uh, we have, you know, card fights and deck profiles and all that good stuff. <laughs>